Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon. And welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, and welcome back to The Breakup Dress. How has your week been, Megan? Very, very good. I'm happy that you finally have the right microphone. Jesus, I am happy to let me tell you. And you know what? It's so funny. The week that I get a new microphone, I am bunged up with, I'd say, the worst flu I've had. And I, I, don't, I don't even know if it's flu. I think it's chest infection. So I'm on the Exputex. I'm literally drinking it by the bottle. I'm adult oh. calpo, as I call it. Um, so yeah, I, I sound, I sound pretty gross. <laughs> Do you know what? I love Exvitex. I just think there's something, it is, you're right. Adult Calpol, that's actually a good one for it because I think it's loaded with sugar, isn't it? It is. It's Adult Calpol. Like it's so easy to drink, I think. Yeah. yeah so that's no, what it I'm is. calling it. But um, just run down. I thought I'd, yeah, yeah, I think I'm just run down. I think everyone at this time of year, though, you know, gets something like, you know, it's kind of changing, even though it's seasonally warm, which is a little bit well, disturbing. Well, someone's but... not looking after themselves. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Molly. Have you, um... okay. Have you, what was I going to say, have you, are you taking any vitamins? You know what? Yes, but not consistently. And I think that's ah, where Jesus. I fall down. You on vitamin I know. D? I, I, I do have a supplement for it, but. Okay, are what you are you on? Oh yeah, show me your big drawer of vitamins then. What are I you on? on? A, B, C, D, I'm on everything. vitamin D, vitamin C, CBD tablet, uh, fish oil. And let me look back. Uh, what's the one for your stomach? Do you take these all together? Yeah. No, my D is a spray. So I spray the D in the morning. Sounds really... Sorry. That's... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I spray, spray the, the D. D in the morning um, under my tongue. <laughs> and then I try to go about my like morning rituals. And then I... Because I want it to soak in. And then I come back and all the rest of them are entire tablet forms. So then I take all my tablets. No, I eat first to line my stomach. And then I take all my tablets. Oh my God, no, I go to the gym first thing in the morning. So I get up, like go into go to the gym first and then I just don't even think, I think I just get into the day straight away and I don't even realise I'm just, which you're is bad. You're, I'm, you're going to the gym every morning? I'm most morning. Well, like I try to, yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> if, I have, if I'm really busy. If I'm really busy, then I don't. And then like, that's obviously not consistent. But yeah, I usually, my normal day is I would try to go to the gym first. Even if it's not for a certain amount of time, once I get in there, I feel better, do you know? Yeah, but you're you're no good in the gym if you're not looking after yourself. Well, this is why I got sick because I was going to the gym every morning and I could feel it and I was like, oh no, but I kept going and I think that's why I'm like worse. Yeah. Well, I have, I actually speak of the gym, I haven't gotten to go all week because that time I hurt my foot up in Dublin, which was like this mysterious strain. But I think it was because that time I marched from uh, the place I had the interview in to your um, to you in your studio which the map said 40 minutes and I did it in 25 so I think I overdid the walking that day and just wasn't in like should have been in proper runners but I wasn't and I think all week then my foot's just been at me so I've decided just to take a break completely from all exercise and just completely yeah just chill out but got my nails done got a spray tan which you can't really see but I got a spray tan no one is going to see this video especially with the set of me right now so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got this like um uh this this uh Beauticians in Limerick, shout out to Labelle. It was it was a work thing. I had to film stuff for them, like social media content. And then they basically were like, well, we could do the treatments. And then I'd film. So I kind of had to film, set up the camera. And I got to do this like full body scrub. 
And then after the body scrub, washed it all off. And it was like this amazing pomegranate. So I was like, oh my God, I literally want to lick myself. And then I um, got to like sit with a herbal tea in a lovely white fluffy house coat. And then I got a spray tan. I was like, this is just the nicest thing ever because it was like why did you get all these things for the video for work it was like content oh, stuff okay okay so it's great because i'm coming to my last obviously uh monday and tuesday are my last two days of work in my limerick job so yeah i've just been doing loads all week I've, i think i've filmed and edited like over 20 videos this week alone the last week so i'm wow. i'm just exhausted and then monday tuesday finishing up that job and then Wednesday, I'm back Lovely. on RT. Oh, he's on RT this week too. Sorry, he's down in Cork. I was on RT today. Um, so yeah, I'm back on next week as well. So I'm delighted. Remind me the next time in Dublin to actually get your jacket off you and not forget it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, I think I think I had a hectic enough week, but I don't think anything mad happened. We had such a busy weekend last weekend. So yeah, I've just kind of been lot. recovering from that. I'm sure that didn't help with me developing this, whatever I have now. But um. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to Christmas. I was driving home yesterday and like every channel, every like every radio channel was just like Christmas music the whole way home. And like, I love it, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm just ready to like listen to this on repeat right now. So I was like, I need to just. Do you know what? I have to Dublin after this, so I'll be like thrown on the podcast because I'm just not really in that headspace yet for the Christmas music. Yeah, I, well, I'm way more of a podcast person than you. Like, I feel like if I had time to listen to something, I'd be like, oh yeah, listen to a podcast. No, so I start with the radio. Um, so I, I everything in my head is done by, like, so if I'm listening to a podcast and I'll see how long it is, so if it's like 40 minutes, I'll prefer to listen to that when I'm getting closer to my destination. So I end on the podcast because I feel like the start of the drive, I'm in good form. And I'm like, yeah, I'll stop for coffee. So usually what I do is radio until I stop for coffee, which is usually if I'm going to Dublin at the old barracks in, well, actually, we have two old barracks now. I sometimes, depending on how coffee deprived I am I'll either get the one on Dock Road but then that means I won't stop again until I get to Dublin or else I'll go to mm. the one in Bird Hill so radio until Bird Hill and then after Bird Hill my nice Brazil oat latte and then <laughs> my podcast until I get we'll say if it's 40 minutes. so what you're, what you're saying is when you start driving you're not moody and then towards the end you're like a briar and you're like I need something to listen to <laughs> yeah no, I have to mix it up so my plan I'm actually going to Dublin tonight for the um Come all star awards and I'm working at it. It's my first one of my first freelance gigs. But uh, my plan was to drive up and down and my I was saving um Joanne and Vogue's podcast for the drive back tonight. I was thinking, oh, I'll just save yeah. it for that. And they to be fair, they've gotten me like through a lot of drives when I'm you know, if I'm a little bit not really feeling it or something, they've been really good. Thanks, Yeah, guys. they're very funny. Very funny. funny. Like they me. really get help me when I need to get mm. a pep in my step. So I listened to one of, I've actually a few of them to catch up on. So I'm gonna listen to some of them on the way up. And then I'm actually gonna stay in Dublin because my mum didn't want me driving back late at night. So I'll stay up and I'll listen to them on the way up and then the way down. But um Are you gonna go out then? No. I purposely booked a hotel that's on the I call it the Limerick Road, the M seven motorway on the Limerick side of. So basically in the morning when I wake up, I'm on the motorway back back. So it'll only take me like it won't take as long so I can miss all that Dublin and M50 traffic. Yeah. I nearly did book a place actually in Ballsbridge but then I was thinking I'm working in Crow Park and then I was like if I'm in Ballsbridge I'll only be too tempted to go out because the Leinster game's on and I was like no yeah. it's just way too much whereas if I'm in this hotel I have to drive to Crow Park drive back and then there's nothing nearest to tease me or entice me to go out. Very good. Well I'm not in Dublin I'm... either. I'm actually back for the weekend in Leitrim so. Yeah come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, my whole family's here. Fiona's here with Freddie and she did that whole, like, you know, everyone has taken the piss out of these families wearing matching pajamas type of thing. Yeah. Uh, she she arrived yesterday with matching pajamas oh, for us all. And the right. baby. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like 90s. 
yeah well you won't see them from me i'm not gonna use them she has so she can do whatever i'm not <laughs> oh my god but, no it was really fun it was really really fun Ladies and we watched the toy, toy show, show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like it was good and everything, but like I haven't really consistently watched the toy show every year, so I thought it'd be a little bit funnier. Oh, I have. I thought this one was a really good one. Yeah, really yeah, loved it. I was like, uh, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but at the very end, the young girl who did the comedy sketch—I won't say what happened—but I, I literally was bawling for that. I was kind of going, "Oh my god, this is so sad." But I loved it. I, I just loved. I see. I watched the Late Late Show since I, as far as back as I can remember, since I was gay burn. Like I've been watching it religiously every Friday it's like not too often mm. I'd miss the late late so I I just love it very good yeah but apart from that I'm going to a friend's baby shower today um I'm still really sick so I'm just I don't know I'm just gonna get on with things though I'm not one of these people that can just you know when someone's sick and they stay in bed and they just actually properly mm-hmm. get rid of it like I can't do that I still need to get up and do things because I just I don't know yeah no just the way I am I guess yeah, I find the same. On like, if I'm hungover now, I can stay in bed all right. But if I'm sick, I'm like, I'm just going to avoid it, and it'll just disappear. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly my attitude, and it's not like it's it's really not going away. It's like a few share, and I'm just going to absolutely ruin your life. Oh, um, no, there's nothing the worse than being sick. I know. Um, but actually, next I bet weekend... you I sound disgusting as well. Like I can hear it in my voice now. I'm like, what? Well, you need to be better by next weekend because we have a busy one again up in Dublin. Oh yeah, you were saying that sounds very interesting. Yeah, we've an event with Guinness. I mean, mm. I mean, it's about time probably Guinness just take me on as some kind of a brand ambassador. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. It's great. Um, the rugby, so they brought fun. me to the rugby. They they bring me to so many parties. I'm like, come on, come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, I must wear my I must wear my Guinness jumper actually next weekend. Um, mm. but yeah, so that's what day? I'm trying to figure out the days. I'm like so lost. So I'm finishing up my job next week. I'm actually thinking of making the move to Dublin. Wow. Yeah, I think I might have to, just with work and stuff and opportunities. Well, that'd be amazing to have you up in Dublin. So when are you thinking of making the move? Sometime in the new year. I won't, like, rush into it. I think I might try looking to subletting a room initially for a few weeks. But, like, as in sublet, see if I can find someone up there that has a spare room that would give me a room even just, like, two or three nights a week. So spend half the week in Dublin, half the week in Limerick, and just kind of start to dip my toe slowly. That sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare. I think it sounds like the dream. Really? Oh my yeah. God, I couldn't be dealing with that. I'd need to be in one place or the other. I wouldn't. Be just kind of like laying down, you know, starting to kind of ease myself back into it because like I don't, like giving up this apartment and giving up this huge bedroom, like mm. I just, I can't. You will I not just... get that in Dublin. Guy, just for you listening, like Megan has like a penthouse apartment in Limerick. It's absolutely stunning. The like glass, like the whole way around, like the whole area of the apartment is glass and she has this huge balcony that wraps around like it's incredible like i mean to say if you were in dublin and you were renting this you'd be paying an absolute fortune oh i'd never you wouldn't be able to no i wouldn't even no i wouldn't even afford a toilet inside in one of these apartments in dublin (laughs) you know harry potter a little little room under the stairs yeah that's about it and even at that i'd be like sorry can you bring down the rent in this yeah but yes it's just been a it's just one of those mad times it's all go yeah, but that's what we're all about. All go, can't wait for Christmas. All right, so um, one thing we haven't mentioned that happened during the week was last Friday. It was Black Friday, which of course um, is, it, it started in America, didn't it? Black Friday was an American thing. It's the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. The day after Thanksgiving, yeah. Um, is so, there a history to it? I, th- I assume there is. 
Um, do you know what? Yeah, I think people consider it the beginning of holiday shopping season. And obviously companies have big discounts and people absolutely lose their shit. <laughs> and I think it's worse in America, obviously. Like, I think as Irish people, obviously we'd still show up for a sale or whatever. But you see those videos from America, they're, they're stampedes. Like they actually trample each other to get like whatever item, you know, loads of people are vying for i guess and like it's just absolutely mental have you seen those videos i've seen actually some of them and i've over the years you always see them happening and i'm like they imagine having like thanks now obviously thanksgiving is is bigger than christmas day in america thanksgiving is way bigger so imagine sitting down imagine saying well, no, i know it does happen here too but imagine having a gorgeous day like a gorgeous dinner your whole family and friends around having a few drinks board games like all into night movies the whole thing and then bang you're getting up at like four in the morning to get and queue outside a shop for like 10 euro off a television i i just I, I don't get it i just think it's bananas the way people are about it like and and you know i think the problem was a long time for black friday was it was only the one day and obviously to go in store whereas i think nowadays what's that problem is it's gone around the world and now black friday starts on like wednesday and runs online and goes through all this thing and it's all these mad discounts um yeah i kind of find it all overwhelming like i've actually unsubscri- started unsubscribing when companies send me their black friday Black Friday emails, I just go, it's just too much. I'm like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And I've, in actual fact, kind of turns me off companies as well when they're overdoing it on the Black Friday. Because I'm like, if you can put a 75, 80% sale on stuff now, like, why can't you do, why can't you, why, why are they so overpriced? Because like still on Black Friday, you have to make a, I'm guessing as a company, you still want to make a profit. So if you can still make a profit off an 80% sale, then like the markup on the stuff must be ridiculous. Yeah, in those cases with mass produced items, it is like even with I know in Ireland with me and with other small companies, um, in, uh, like they offered Green Friday. So we've seen it as an opportunity to still have a little bit of a discount off our um, products. But, you know, while trying to give back, like I was given five percent, five percent of whatever I earned back to that um, charity um voice ireland so they're an environmental group and you know they do stuff around the organized events and they do like cleanups and you know it was important for me to pick something that kind of aligned with what i was trying to do with my business and you know give back when i can as well like if i do have sales and i do make any profit i do want to give a percentage of it back um but yeah definitely like as a small business you couldn't be just be like here here is this amount off you know it just doesn't work like that and if it does there's something wrong so yeah yeah it's absolutely uh mental it just really promotes mindless consumption and I think that like I don't know I think you're very similar to me in the fact that like I've just completely changed my attitude to how I how I consume things or like what I own like I really am very very minimal now like yeah I actually am looking at my room here I can't wait once I finish once December rolls around and I have like time off I'm doing a massive declutter and I'm doing a massive um charity shop um yeah kind of giveaway of like it's all it's good stuff too that i just i don't wear and don't use and i kind of want to become a bit more minimalist if i can minimalist is that the right word because <laughs> yeah. realistically minimalist realistically if i'm moving to dublin i'm more than likely going to end up in a box room so i'm not going to have the space and i need to like start yeah. making a wardrobe that's a capsule wardrobe of good stuff yeah. that i can just like my wardrobe yeah yeah, I don't, yeah i'm actually really impressed by your wardrobe so i need to kind of get yeah. into that groove and stop hoarding all this stuff and i just have so much stuff it's just bananas i think i just want to do a massive massive declutter but um i was looking at my my old work pal venetia venetia lamana 
she did a kind of deep dive into some of the online stuff that was going on and it's just absolutely bananas um she had a post up pretty little thing are selling dresses for 5p again i'm sorry now but like how ridiculous is it that you can sell a dress for five pence and the big you know thing that they're trying to like she's trying to promote here along with a lot of other people as are we is think about the garment workers can you imagine being in a place in like a sweatshop making these clothes and then suddenly they're sold for 5p so on her post as well she also mentioned about um a new undercover report by the times in the uk found that boohoo's warehouse workers are forced to walk the equivalent of a half marathon per shift in a sweltering warehouse these workers in burnley which is in the uk have been facing racism sexual harassment and unsafe working conditions and I again, as I always say, and I probably sound like a broken record, like you have to think about the people that are making these clothes. You might think, oh my God, it's great. I'm getting a dress for 5p. Matt, like the person that made that, can you imagine it, Sharon? If someone turned around to you and said, I'll give you 5p for like that outfit, like that is yeah. I, like that. No, like if you something is too good to be true and too like cheap, you know, really, really need to start looking into it. If you're paying next to nothing for clothes, you have to really start to kind of have a bit of a get into your head like what exactly is going on here who's making these how can they sell clothes for that cheap the ceos of these companies are worth billions now there's no reason why they cannot pay these garment workers a proper living wage but the fact of the matter is they pay them terrible money and then they're expected to work these crazy long hours to over make and over consume all these different clothes that will actually end up at landfill actually she had another point up there Apologies, bear with me for a moment. I'm literally live searching this as I'm talking. Um, but she had a really interesting point about the... Yep, so a yearly average of £70... No, what are LBs? What are, hmm? What's LBS? Is LBS pounds? I'm so bad when it comes to weight and sizes. No, but yeah, pounds, yeah. Is that pounds? Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. so bad when it comes to this. When someone tells me like I've lost this amount of pounds, I've, I genuinely have no idea. A yearly average of 70 pounds of clothes are and shoes are thrown away per person per year. So that means like we're like that's what people are getting rid of and thrown away. It's just it's just so scary to think that's what well, they saying on top of it as well that 80 percent of all Black Friday purchases end up in the landfill as well. So really, I think it's just the excitement of being like, oh, my God, this thing that I want is like so cheap. I'm going to run to the shop and buy it. But really, like you don't need it. And, mm -hmm. you know, like you were saying, I was listening to everything you said there and like so spot on. But like the thing is, Megan, like no, nothing is going to change. The whole thing, people's attitude is the thing that needs to change. So it stops feeding into these, you know, companies with these billionaire CEOs. And, you know, the demand goes down and people just say, you know what? I don't want your shitty fucking dress from Boohoo or whatever. You know, I, yeah. I actually want to invest in key pieces that I'll have for years. And that's the only way, because realistically, you know, things that are making money for all these people, they're not going to stop. Do you know, no, it's, it it's is... people that need to st stand up to it. Yeah, know. well, I think as well, the government have um, have to step in as well and put in actual proper, you know, they have to say, look, um, minimum wage is going to be this for garment workers. You know, there has to be like, um, yeah, what's that word? Uh, union. They need to have a union for them. They need to set up. And like our, our government needs to bring in. Now, we don't have, as far as I'm aware, we don't have any sweatshops in Ireland, but we are obviously consuming all these clothes from those big brands that we've mentioned. So mm -hmm. you, I think the government needs to step in and start. I actually would be taxing every single outfit that comes in on those patches every haul that comes in from those companies i would be taxing like crazy and maybe turning people off are those excise charges so you get a call and suddenly you have to pay x amount of money to get these clothes back um it might turn people off now the only issue is some people might decide well that clothes that bag of clothes only cost me 
a euro and it was like 10 items they might decide not to take it um, but I think there needs to be something in place that stops the consumer maybe wanting to have to purchase these items and like if you have bought stuff for Black Friday and you don't like it and, and they don't fit I'd actually ask you to drop them into charity shops or maybe ask your say to your friends yeah. be like look I picked this up um, and gift them to people because if you a lot of the clothes that get sent back actually just, just get sent to landfill because they're not even good enough to, to resell so if you have bought stuff and you don't want to please just really think about where you're going to put it next and to be honest I find now on Instagram I've seen a lot of people I follow who do all these hauls of these like companies and I to be honest, I really actually kind of want to unfollow them and I, to be honest a lot of them I've started muting so I'm like I don't want to see your haul of your of these clothes so no I've actually started muting them from my feed altogether because it's just well, I don't I don't think I even follow it. anyone like that yeah, I no, it's go, I get yeah. a good lot in mind, but I just kind of, I don't even like, I actually purposely, if I see them, I'm like, I'm not liking that photo, even though, you know, whatever, you know I'm just not, because I don't want to support it. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that's maybe a way we can start doing it, because I think if people who have the power on social media start realizing that they're getting less interaction on the posts that are about these fast fashion brands, maybe it'll make them rethink about what content they're producing. I th- yeah this is sorry this is really off topic as well but I was dri- I was with my mom yesterday and we were driving we went to Ballinamore and we came back to our house in Havas and mom pointed out this rose bush to me that should not be in bloom at this time of year like it's in November and it's like it's out like do you know what I mean it's fully bloomed and like my mom was like what the hell is going on with the seasons she was like this was not like you know when mm. she was younger like they had proper seasons like they had proper winter they had proper summer or whatever she was like this is just not right Do you know like it's like the seasons have completely knocked on or something they're not they're not the way they used to be like yeah it's weird there it's just it's so bad what yeah so yeah. Like, these are just little things that we can all do but as i said black friday um maybe for next year we'll kind of have given you some food for thought and i look i know for christmas a lot of people are saying they're struggling financially and but as i say it, the best thing you could do this christmas is support local buy off Absolutely. your friends and family that make stuff um you know i have some friends that make kind of customized gifts and i've put in orders with them and i and you yeah. know it's just things like that it's like you know supporting local buying local and buying something for someone that they actually will want and use and if you're not sure what someone wants ask them they're like look just say it to people yeah. like, look, I'm I'm buying Irish, um, I'm buying local, sporting local for this Christmas. Is there anything particular that you actually want or you know, like for example, my mom loves bars of soap. Like we're a real bar of soap family <laughs> and old school. So that's so cute. So like I always go to like a local soap maker and get bars I of soap. Love it. So we're big yeah, we're big, we're old school like that. So um and I love a bar of soap. So that's what we do. We um you know, we get things like that, or I'll buy her like local produce that I know she actually uses and wants. And yeah. that's what we kind of try to do for each other. So I just think it's so important. And it's, you know, there are there are local producers out there that aren't cost it doesn't cost the arm and leg to buy your local, you know, mm. your local family run restaurant that you know your family love going to. It's just it's those little things. It's making those buying those gifts instead. And and you know, even if you can't afford something right now, like look, I'm potentially gonna be I kind of am unemployed from the first December and I'm just doing freelance gigs. So, you know, I'm kind of saying to everyone, I'm like, look, you're you're not gonna get anything too fancy off me this year. You're gonna be getting Yeah, but sometimes you know, as well it's experiences like holidays and you know, mm. things like that that are actually worth a lot more than a physical gift as well. Yeah, and absolutely. I I agree with what you said, like ask people sometimes it's good to ask someone what they want like especially me like I usually you know I don't like surprises really I usually like to know what I'm getting so <laughs> I think yeah it's good to ask yeah definitely so there you go that's our <coughs> on Black me. Friday just maybe just put some food for thought for you to maybe think about what you're consuming and where it's coming from absolutely 
Okay, so it's at this time of the episode again where we get a lovely message in from our listener. We picked this one because I just thought it was gas and it kind of brought up memories for both of us, actually. <laughs> but um, so it says, hi, guys, I love the pod. Um, when I went to my Debs a few years ago, my grandmother made my Debs dress from my mother's wedding dress. Uh, she dyed it baby pink and it was so, so gorgeous. When I got to the hotel after a few too many drinks in the limo, I ran for the toilet. I bent over and I ripped the whole dress from the back up. Oh, Jesus. I had to wear my boyfriend's tux jacket for the whole night after that. I was absolutely mortal and had to be so careful on the dance floor. Um, Afterwards, my grandmother stitched it up for me. I haven't worn it since, but I have great memories from it. Oh, sorry. First of all, I'm like, oh my God, you poor thing. Also, I'm like, well, at least you got to wear the boyfriend's jacket earlier in the night because that was always a thing. Do you remember the, the tips? You'd, by the end of the night, you either had your boyfriend's um, dicky bow on and then you always had the jacket on. It was like kind of a thing. I, I, I never wore the dicky bow. Yeah, I would have wore the jacket. Yeah. They always kind of do you have any jacket? Do you, yeah, yeah, what's no. your memory from it? I have a gas one. So I've been to quite a few Debs. Um, I think I've been to like six Debs. Um, but my very first Debs was my brother's friend brought me because my brother had sadly passed away and it, he died during uh, before he'd done his leaving search. So obviously he never got to go to his Debs. So actually I went to two, two Debs belonged to his friends. Two friends brought me to two different Debs. But uh, this was the Gort Debs. And we got, like in Gort, you all meet in the square and you have, all, everyone meets with Debs. Great fun. And all the load of people come out to see everyone in their dresses and their photos. It's really nice. So we got into the limo and that was fine. And we had a few drinks in the way. And then I wasn't there a Smirnoff. I was nice Smirnoff ice. And didn't I, as we're driving along, I just completely missed my mouth and poured it all down my dress. Now, thankfully. Oh, no. Thankfully, my dress was baby pink. And obviously Smirnoff ice is like watery, cloudy. But it went straight through to my knickers. And I remember being like, oh, God. And I was obviously there with all these like post-leaving sir people. So I was kind of trying to like not say anything. And thankfully, one of the girls was like, can we stop like for a toilet? So we stopped into like a petrol station and I was there and I ran in and I was trying to like dry my dress and my knickers in the bathroom before I even got to the venue. So I was like, oh, so that was my first Debs and my my first experience. And like, did the stain, did it stay stained for the whole, like, could you see an outline of it or were you okay? You could see a watermark, but thankfully it wasn't too bad. And I, I ended up having an absolutely brilliant night because it was just great fun because it's so exciting. Like I, like, I shouldn't have been at the Debs that it like, that at young but it was like it was just such a cool thing and mm. um, but obviously it was with all my brother's friends so I just adored it but um yeah I still actually have that dress I never wore it again it's a two-piece but I did ma'am's like ma'am pulled it last she goes I wonder if you ever get where I was at I was like ma'am seeing the size of it I was like I was literally a size I was so tiny back then I was like that won't even I, I was like unless I was like I might get a custom made the top go up past my elbow <laughs> yeah I was like that's not gonna fit me but I'll, I'll hold on to it because it was like it was actually handmade by a friend of my mum's and it's like oh, it's a really cute dress yeah so that was my that was oh. my first Debs experience oh, well if you want to listen to mine I've had a few funny stories but the, I think this is like such a memorable one I got a gorgeous pink kind of like silk satin dress from an Australian designer like years ago I think for my Debs and I got it in a boutique and I absolutely loved it and wore it to the Debs fine but I wore it again when I was in college I was with someone at the time and he had his commerce ball and I remember we were out and we were out with his friends or whatever and I don't know what was said between him and some other lad but a fight erupted Anyway, I got in between the two of them fighting and whatever happened, your man swung for my boyfriend at the time. Whatever it did to his nose, like broke his nose and he just pumped blood all down the front of my dress. 
I know. Like, literally, it looked like a scene from that movie, Carrie. I was just covered in blood the whole way down. I was like, I was just like, what are we going to do? So we had to go to A&E. So I went with him and his friends. And, like, his nose was completely, like, bent the other way. Like, it was absolutely messed up. And there was, like, me and A&E just crying, my whole dress covered in blood. And he was like, my nose is broken. I was like... (laughs) You cared more about your dress. I know, I know, I know. Like, obviously, I, I cared about him at the time, but it was funny. And I remember afterwards, I think it was his mom was chatting to me, and she's like, "No, no, no, we'll get it out for you." And I was like, "You can't," because you know, with some materials, you can't get blood out. But if it's actually something like that kind of material, you know, kind of like a satin or yeah, uh, if because blood is water based, it actually comes out. So, like, it all came out miraculously, and he fixed oh his nose, God. so I think it was all good. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! Like, oh, like blood stains, and yeah, I know. No. But it was gas. It was just so traumatic, you know. When something like that happens, and you're like, Jesus Christ, what? Do you want to know, the devs were just great. Crap. I was just thinking there. I got a flashback of my own. I think this is my own devs this time. Do you know, like all the lads always rent tucks. Like lads don't own. T- they usually just rent tucks, and that's you rent the whole thing. <laughs> the lads. It came, like obviously to return it, and his mother was there, and the mother was like, um. Where's the rest of it? All he had to hand back to the place was the pants. He lost the jacket, the dicky bow, the waistcoat, and I think the pants what? were ripped as well. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? He obviously had to pay for the whole thing, did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Are you whatever? Oh God, yeah, you do you have to pay. So he that lost the whole thing. But that was always a thing of the Debs. Like I'd say, the amount of companies that rent out talks to Debs must be just like, like I'd yeah. say they're always wondering how much they'll even get back. Yeah. Oh my god, fun times, fun times. At least I re-wore that dress, I'd say about, I've, I I wore that dress, I'd say about a good three or four times. Same, my, my actual, my own Debs then, I bought this like baby kind of pinky dress. I was like, do you remember the time that the, it was like those sparkles and it kind of went, the sparkle went kind of around your boobs and then crisscrossed on your back. Do you remember them mm-hmm. ones? They were like really popular. Yeah. They were really popular back then. So I got that one and I loved it. And then I love how you can tell the Debs era by like 07, yeah. 08, 09. Like every year had a different style of every girl wearing the same dress. I know, in different colours. And then I remember um, my ex, my boyfriend at the time, he was in a different school and his Debs was exactly a week later from mine. But then I was like, Do you know what? I love this dress so much. I was like, I actually don't care. So I wore the same dress a week later to his Debs. And then I ended up wearing it to the fresher ball in UL. And then I wore it again for another ball. And then my aunt wore it for another event. And then after five or six wears, I chopped it up into a short dress. Yeah. And I have it. actually. Now I should have left, I think, no, I don't, I did cut up short because you know what? Those dresses, those satiny dresses get all those snags after a while. Mm-hmm. So I got it made up into a cocktail dress. Um, God, I wonder actually would that no, that definitely wouldn't fit me. But it would be kind of cute for like a holiday, do you know that kind of way? We kind of fun little dress to wear. Hmm. Yeah, it's good to rethink these things. I definitely have loads of things in my wardrobe that I can make into something new if I just had the the time. Yeah, well, you're the, if you can't do it, then nobody can. It's funny because <sighs> when I think about the, I was like the dev dress. Like, Josh, I actually got my money's worth in that, but uh, like I didn't get my money's worth. My mother got her money's worth. She bought the dress. I didn't. <laughs> they're oh, expensive Debs, Debs are, they're, like they're expensive yeah. back then so I'd imagine they're probably ridiculous now I can't even imagine what they're like now and like the level like you know what's so like I don't know I just like the level that people go to now like even now like I'm quite a low maintenance like I, I you know the way I would still like look after myself get my hair done and everything but like I'm not really like a lashes girl or do you know what I mean like like the amount of things that girls do I don't know how 
like there's so many things that just I don't know must cost a fortune like even when we were younger like you know when you were at Deb's age like you would get your makeup and everything done but you wouldn't be getting all these like extra things that seem to be like normal now would you yeah lashes definitely nails I think nails weren't even unless we had the stick on nails I think they might have been what we'd got I definitely shellacture yeah. didn't it definitely didn't exist when I did my Debs it was, it was either mm. I'd say file and polish or else yeah I think stick on nails are really popular and then extension hair extensions and eyelashes no they weren't a thing when eyebrows weren't even a thing when I did my day I had hair extensions actually oh had you yeah well no I didn't need hair extensions yeah I know you've <laughs> lovely long nail of hair <laughs> well look I need to run because one I'm bursting for the toilet because I've been drinking water so much and two I need to get ready to go on the road to Dublin and get ready for the all-stars and three well our time is up so yeah, well, it was lovely talking to you. I'm very sorry to anyone listening to this that has to listen to my bunged up voice. I promise I'll try to be better for next good, week. You finally got a good mic and now you're still... <laughs> and now I'm sick and I sound diseased, I know. Um, no, but next Look week will yourself. be better. Manuka yeah. honey, don't forget the vitamins, get on them and I shall... Also, please do get involved. Um, we are The Breakup Dress on Instagram. Um, if you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please hit subscribe. And you know what, if you think... We'd love you could share it with your family and friends too because it does mean the world to us. Especially we get feedback from people saying how much they enjoy it. So if you enjoy our podcast, please do share the love. And memory Sharon, if they want to send us memories. Yeah, please. If you want to send us some memories, um, send them to our Instagram at The Breakup Dress or individually at Megan Scully or Sharon Sweeney Design. Um, like we said, always anonymous unless you want us to mention your name. Um, we're having such crack reading them. So yeah, please keep them coming in. And yeah. Chine, chat you next week, Sloan. Goodbye.